Hey everybody, welcome to Pedestal. Today is the first episode of season two. After a long sabbatical, a seven week sabbatical, um, we are back and are ready to roll and I'm so excited for what God's got in store for it uh, for, for this season and even this episode in general. It's, it's going to be a fun episode, I think, because we're introducing a special guest. His name is Tyler Minogue. It's one of my good friends from college who uh, I've been fortunate enough to meet and, and keep in touch with all these years. So I'm just super excited and ecstatic about uh, talking with him and, and introducing him to you guys because he's got so much wisdom and he's just a blast to be around and to talk to. So um, we'll get into learning more about him in a little bit. But welcome back for season two of Pedestal. So many new things coming in store and it's going to be awesome. And if this is your first time listening to Pedestal, I'm just thrilled that you guys are here. Um, Pedestal, if you're wondering what the name is, what this is all about, Pedestal is a community of people who understand that though each human is a beautifully crafted piece of art, we are not the greatest artwork in the museum. In fact, our cracks and fractures are not even worthy of display. Yet we are still valuable. Our value, however, is found in elevating the perfect artwork in order to glorify the master artist, our creator. So we get to serve our lives and live our lives with the honor of being the pedestal, elevating Jesus high above all things. So, man, welcome, welcome, welcome. Tyler Minogue, how you doing, man? I am... I am doing good. How are you, sir? We're just a we're just a little bit of ways apart from each other right now. Yeah, yeah. You're at uh you're in Louisville, right? Louisville, Kentucky. That is where I currently am. If we want to get more specific, I'm in Middletown, but that's still Ooh. technically Louisville. <laughs> Middletown. Middletown's a nice place, though. Yeah, I enjoy it, man. Yeah. So, man. All right, for, for those of y'all who know Tyler Minogue, congratulations. You know a great dude. <laughs> but for those of y'all who don't, man, th- th- this is a guy who um, I got the chance to play college baseball with. He came along junior year, right, because you, you were at a community college your first two. Yep, yep. Went to a junior college in Illinois, played baseball there for a couple years, and then transferred to – the Bellarmine University, where I got to meet the Cole Metcalf, which was, I don't know which one was better, but they're both <laughs> pretty awesome privileges. There you go. I think we, I think Bellarmine, we could get them to change it to the, right? Like Ohio State, right? We could absolutely we could get them to do that. Absolutely. It's worthy of it. They're, they're big time D1 now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, so Minogue, he's a guy that um, has really, he he's helped me a lot in my walk, and he's grown uh, with me, alongside of me, um, over these past, I guess, six years. Uh, gosh, six years. <laughs> wow. But um, he, when I started with FCA out in Arkansas, um, he was kind of my go-to guy because he was already working with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes at that time. And so I got to you know, pick his brain a little bit, figure out uh, how he did it. Because from what I had heard from some of my mentors back in uh, Kentucky, who knew about FCA and Louisville and people who were part of it, they were like, oh, Tyler's got it figured out. 
he's he's rolling with it out there and he's doing great and I was like all right well I have no clue what I'm doing because I'm just now on staff I need some help so he helped me out a lot along the way quite a bit um so Minogue all right man so you used to work for FCA it's not what you currently do kind of inform everybody about uh just who you are like who's your like your family you're uh, you got a wonderful beautiful wife you can tell us about her and just your current job and how you got there and all that stuff yeah man so i am currently a community engagement pastor at southeast christian church here in louisville kentucky and big church yeah it's it's a it's a large church and but man i enjoy it i love it here been married to my wife alex ray minogue for it'll be two years september 15th alex ray yeah yeah so i enjoy her man she's awesome people definitely like her way more than me and i i uh i don't (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that so been married to her man and yeah i was with fca for a few years once i finished at bellarmine and God has has done a work on my heart to get me here to be a community pastor at Southeast and been doing that for just a little over a year. So I I enjoy it, man. All right, so community pastor, what what is that? What is that what does that entail? Yeah, yeah, man. So community engagement pastor, I we work to engage our members in the community. We operate to help the church be the living, breathing representation of Jesus where they live, work, and go. And being Mm. able to be the kingdom of God where they are, and that is a vague definition on purpose because there is no set way of what that looks like. We have Mm. a few things that that we kind of operate on and are kind of our pillars, but a lot of times it is more of one-on-one conversations with people and just encouraging them to step into what the Spirit's doing and to help them know that their gifts and their abilities and their talents and the job they have and the neighborhood they live in, those aren't on accident. And so what does it look like to pray about how does the Spirit want to use them in those contexts to be the living, breathing representation of Jesus. Mm. That's good. And so I guess it, it has to be, you know, loose, like you're saying, it has to be vague because I guess each, you have multiple uh, campuses at Southeast. And yes. with that, every community is going to look different. And so every community pastor's role is going to be different, I would assume. Yes. So we have, uh, I think about nine or 10 campuses now and the majority of them except for a few, have community pastors. Mm. I'm at the Blankenbaker campus, which is the original one, and it's the largest one. And so we actually, we have three community pastors here at the Blankenbaker campus. We cover basically all of Jefferson County, which is where Louisville is. But even with us three, me, John Weiner, and Cameron Rich, we have the same job description and we we work very closely together but the way we go about them looks different at times because mm. of the different contexts of the communities that we cover. Mm. See 
I, this is the first time I even knew that <laughs> there was three of y'all at that campus. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild, man. That is that is cool though. So, yeah. So, I, I knew, I've known for a long time that I've wanted to uh, get Minogue on here as as my uh, as my first guest, and hopefully we can get him on quite a bit at least this season, and just kind of see what what goes from there. But so with season two, um, my goal, my hopes is to have somebody speaking with me um, pretty much every episode. I I loved how season one was, and it was great for the time, but I think now is is time for uh, a a little bit of a change. And I I think having somebody to talk to and bounce ideas off of is is just awesome. And it kind of holds me accountable and helps expand my thinking. I listened to season one and you know, my, my biggest critic, critic is myself. So maybe I'm just, uh, I don't know, over embellishing a little bit, but when I listen to myself talk for 20 plus minutes, I get tired of hearing it. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And I'm sure, you know, so there's people out there who's like, Hey, it'd be nice to have some, some other person speak for a change. <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of part of the reason for me uh, wanting to, bring somebody on here and, and speak with other people, hear their thoughts, hear their ideas. Um, because also, you know, and I'll talk to you about this, Tyler, like I don't want to, oftentimes when you talk by yourself and you know this, like when you're speaking up on uh, at a, on a stage, giving a message or something, a lot of times what you say when you're interpreting scripture, when you're reading a verse or when you're giving an explanation of something, it, it can come off like, like, that is what you believe is the best or the only way to think about it because that's you can only give really one explanation but when you have somebody else there talking with you they can give other points and you can uh, run with that idea and kind of ping pong it back and forth uh, to to get a better picture of what the scripture is about i don't believe that scripture really ever has just one pathway of this only means this. This is only used in this context, and that's the only thing that this can mean. I mean, I think there probably are verses and, and, and uh, ideas and beliefs that fall under that, but I don't believe that Scripture as a whole does that. So it's good to have another person to kind of hear their thoughts. Yeah, that's almost the beauty of it, man. And you can use the verse of iron, ironing, iron sharpening iron or... Mm even just the view of biblical community that we get from the New Testament of, man, the, the good news is that we can disagree on different things, but we ultimately agree that Jesus is king, mm, and that on. should be our unifying factor. And mm. hopefully, we're, hopefully we as Jesus followers are humble enough to have conversations where we disagree but still mm. love each other, which I think is a very difficult thing and takes great humility and great wisdom and, and a lot of patience, mm. but it is difficult for sure. Dude. And I think it's so funny because like when you read scripture and, and understand like some of the context and some of the, the, um, the, the environments around, especially new Testament letters, like we've talked about with the Bible project, how they've kind of helped us explain that. But when you, when you read some of, of the letters, especially like Paul and Romans and you're hearing, um, what he's saying when you read or listen to the the whole book of Romans, you realize it's, it's exactly what you just said. Like uh, 
there's this church, right, who's having issues within it. It's it's the uh, Messianic Jews versus the Gentile uh, believers, Gentile Christians who are, you know, coming and they've got some different views, different perspectives. Some are still clinging on to some parts of the old law. And, and that's kind of where it summarizes in chapter 14, where it's like, dude, can we just be of the same mind? And like, if some people think this thing, that's great. If some people think this thing, that's great. You know, some people will elevate certain days higher than others. Some people will elevate and say, oh, I can't eat that meat. Uh, and they're like, each of y'all do what you, what you feel convicted with but align on the on the core beliefs and the core truths of the gospel. And a lot of these other things are, you know, personal convictions that we shouldn't be stamping on everybody. And I think that's kind of exactly what you're talking about. So it's funny that we're still dealing with the issues that Paul was dealing with, you know, almost 2,000 years ago. Yeah, but. yeah, man. It seems that unity is such a high priority to the writers of the New Testament letters and even Jesus and... That seems to be very relevant even today. Mm, 100%. And so just kind of going through here, um, we're going to have, as far as moving forward with uh, season two, we've got some uh, cool ideas. I think we're, we're going to, hopefully the journal entries that we kind of had in season one will be more like phone conversation uh, discussions about life and kind of where we're at and kind of venting with one another, but also hearing others' thoughts and sharpening iron like you mentioned um and the open book uh i would still like to do something like that but it, it may look more like scriptural discussion where you walk through part of a chapter together or maybe an entire chapter or maybe the entirety of a book especially if you're going through like philemon or something um and just discussing the ideas and the thoughts and the heart behind it and and kind of bouncing um revelations off one another and then uh I think it'd be really cool to add some segments in here, and those are some are to be determined. Some I think we've we've got a good hold on, but we'll we'll wait and drop those when they come. And uh, so I think it'll be cool, and it'll be a new way to spice up the podcast, and it'll be fun. And I know that you're going to be able to be a part of at least a good chunk of this season. Um, at least next week, we'll we'll start one week at a time. I think we'll be able to to link up next week and kind of see how this goes, but you're a busy man, aren't you? <laughs> what, what tell, tell everybody kind of like some things that you're plugged into right now, like that that's going on in your life. <laughs> yeah, man. So it, being a community pastor involved here and I think just being able to relate to anyone in their twenties, just figuring things out. You, me and my wife, we don't have kids yet and just taking advantage of that time we have Mm. and so getting involved with different things and being able to serve in different areas so outside of the community pastor world i'm involved here with the young adult ministry at southeast that will happen on sunday nights so helping out there and then we have a group that meets on monday nights and really just that group that me and Alex are involved in is hopefully, it's almost an experiment to see what is actual biblical community. What is something that's a little more than a Bible study or a little more than just hanging out? What Mm. does it look like to, to integrate fully and just 
man, have that community that that does pray for one another, that does worship, that does read scripture together, but then also goes on long walks and mm. around the neighborhood and, and plays games and different things. So those are big priorities for us. I think a new one that is developing is Alex. She is in seminary right now as we speak. She is gonna, she's going to Western Seminary, which is in Portland, Oregon. Woo-hoo. And yeah, so she's enjoying it, man. She is, she's taking a handful of hours there and just grinding. I myself will also be going to seminary, I think starting September 21st. And we will see what that looks like. I haven't officially been officially accepted, mm. but haven't officially put the stamp on the finances and signing up for classes. But hopefully that will get ironed out soon and we'll be able to put the stamp on that September 21st. So just just being involved, man, and loving on people and trying to leverage this season of life that we're in where we don't have a lot of time commitments, hmm. but also still making sure that, that my priorities are Jesus, my wife, my community, and making sure those are aligned and my, hmm. my habits point to those things rather than getting ahead of myself with whatever it may be. Mm, that's so good. That's so good. So with, um, with you were talking about being in a community, and I think that's something that when you read things like Acts 2, um, Acts 2.42, right? And, and on it says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need and day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. They received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day, those who were being saved. And like when you read some of that stuff, they met every single day, right? Mm -hmm. And so like, you know that when they're meeting, it's not just these crazy in-depth Bible studies that they're doing. You know, they're just being together in a lot, like the, to the apostles teaching. Okay. There was that part, but it was also to fellowship and the breaking of bread and the prayer. So like they were just united in all things and everything that they're saying and everything that they're doing, they knew what was going on in, in each other's lives. How do we know? Cause it says they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all of them as they had needs. So like they knew the needs in each other's lives and they knew uh, what was going on in each other's lives. And I think you can only do that by just being present. And I think that's, when you said that, it kind of got me fired up. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I want to give a message right now because that's church is it's not just about, you know, these big mm-hmm. things that you're doing and whatever we often think, oh, this is what a church service should look like. So this is how our small group should look like. Sometimes it's just be together, you know, mm-hmm. and, and learn from one another and, and, be united with one another and be one body. I don't know. It just kind of got me amped up. Yeah, and it seems to kind of tie in what we began this conversation about unity in the body and what that looks like because that's a, a thing that can be printed and put up on a wall that we are, we are one in Jesus. 
but then when you start to get down to things whatever it may be that there are going to be disagreements mm. and that's okay and mm. there's almost this beauty of having a group that understands hey we are going to disagree on whatever whatever the issues may be even outside of the spiritual realm they can be culturally or politically or financially but my gosh every time that group ends on Monday night, we know that we love one another and we know that we are for one another. And there's just something really beautiful about having a community that truly lives out oneness that is very difficult because oneness requires transparency, it requires vulnerability, and sometimes it requires boldness to speak up on something that you may not agree with mm. but it requires humility to understand why they're coming from a different viewpoint and humility to just accept and be okay with it and mm. understand that someone else's disagreement doesn't devalue them in my eyes mm. that they are still loved by God and I still love them and it's cool I, I it's really cool to have this group where about a month in, and we're actually reading through the book of Acts. We do one chapter a week, and it's just cool. It's cool to see this group come together, and it's really cool. It's, it's awesome stuff, dude. man. Dude, that's awesome. And that's, I mean, that's our purpose, dude. And I just think that's so cool. But, man, so most of this has kind of been intro. Um, into kind of what season two is going to look like and, and getting to know you a little bit. Um, but we'll be able to get you on for next week or for, yeah, for next week, which will be great. Um, I think it'll, and we can really dive into kind of, you know, showing and explaining and, and ma mainly demonstrating less explained, but more demonstrating like what this is going to look like and how these conversations are going to go. It'll be a lot more just conversational between me and you, but what is something that I guess since we'll say even January, the beginning of the year that God has really been working on you and teaching you, or even if it, if it's been so much in this year, just like maybe something in the past couple weeks, couple months that you really feel God is really pressing on your heart and changing you and teaching you. That's a great question, man. I think it's been, it's been a lot over the past year or so, but it all seems to come back to this idea of you see it in Matthew with Jesus's first words of the good news of the kingdom of God and what that actually means and what is the kingdom of God? Why mm -hmm. does Jesus talk about it so much? And just the implications, I think, that understanding the kingdom of God has on what is community, and then what is our responsibility as Jesus followers moving forward in our daily lives? But mm. even then, reading Scripture, it seems that the kingdom of God is just saturated everywhere throughout Scripture, and it's just, it's opened my eyes to the true beauty of Scripture, and I don't use that word lightly, because it really is beautiful in a lot of ways. 
Dude, that's it, man. And we've we've talked about this. Uh, we've had conversations on this, and um, just where where you're mentioning like the kingdom of God is is upon us. Like Jesus brought the kingdom of God to us and started planning it within us. And so we are. We, we I've always like kind of known, you know, we're kingdom builders, but I didn't really know what that meant. I thought we were kind of like building a a it's almost like the idea of that we were, you know, going out and I was thinking grabbing parts of the kingdom, like grabbing bricks and in other believers to take them to heaven, to build this kingdom. But really what he's, what uh, you're talking about there when Jesus says like the kingdom is near, like he brought it to us. And so we are actively building it right here on earth. And yeah, I think you're spot on with, there's a there's that makes it more practical doesn't it yeah and i think a lot more man like fires you up because mm. it's inter- it's interesting what you said of your what you used to think when you s- saw the phrase kingdom of god because it felt like for me i just would brush over it because i didn't mm. fully understand what it meant mm. and it was one of those things that you would read about where jesus talks about the kingdom of god or someone else does and you just kind of say, oh, great, another Christian phrase that I will say, but I don't mm. really know what it means. And that's mm. kind of just how I went through it. But this yeah. past season of, and still even now learning about what it means and just encouraging people that through God's spirit in you, living in you, you are now empowered to go be heaven on earth wherever you go. Mm. That seems to be way more weighty. And you understand the significance of the good news that we can now enter into God's presence Mm. and he can be within us and guide us. It's another beautiful picture. That's that's it right there. And that, I think for me, that's where it was. It's like I never felt a responsibility necessarily. Like I knew that I had to go out and spread the gospel, but it didn't really feel as mm. practical or urgent when I, my belief was that, okay, I'm set with the Lord. My relationship with him, you know, I believe in him. You know, okay, that's great. And one day I'm going to die and leave this earth and go up to heaven. Like, all right, see you guys. Like I'm, I'm peacing out. But mm. I, I think this, like exactly what you're talking about, um, is the idea that you no, know, God's brought it here, and so there is a very practical and urgent thing for me to do right here with the people right beside me, because the kingdom is being ushered in, and they're going to be cast out um, if they don't trust and turn to the Lord. And so it's almost like instead of me just peacing out and saying bye. It's like, oh no, there's work that's being done here, and I don't want to see them cast out. And I don't know. It's almost worse. It's almost harder to see people leave than to leave yourself. Yeah. And it puts, I think, less pressure on yourself to do quote unquote Christian things Mm. to almost whatever the motivation may be to please God or to be a better Christian. Mm. But understanding God is within you. You are his rep- representation of heaven on earth wherever you go. 
Mm. That almost will cause you to slow down and lean into what it is that God is doing in your context. And that's not really something that someone can tell you you need to do. Mm. That may be something that your community can encourage you to do, but that's not something that someone, a pastor or, or anyone can come alongside and say, hey, you need to do this unless they fully understand your context. Because, man, we as individuals have the Spirit of God within us. Mm. And that's, that is so exciting and relieving at the same time. <laughs> Dude, so relieving. I mean, it, it, you're, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head right there. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it amps me up exactly what you're saying, man. And there is that relief knowing, hey, God's got this and he's doing the work here on earth through me. Um, and I don't have to just go and just pray all the time and do it. If I do enough Bible study, if I do enough of this, if I do it, it's not about that. Um, it's yeah, that, and that, that's supplemental and it's great to do and it's needed for the, for the relationship with the Lord, but it's not just about like, that's not what life is about. Just how many, how many verses of the Bible did you read and how, how mm. many, you know, church services did you go to? Like, that's not. God doesn't care about our statistics. Uh, it, it's funny. I, I guess it's because we've just been talking so much. Because uh, Minogue and I talk every week, pretty much, on the phone about just kind of what's happening in our lives and what God's teaching us. So um, I think we mesh on a lot of this. And so it's funny that you you talk about that's what God was teaching you because that's literally what um, what I was talking about, what I was going to bring today and, and mention. Um, for for my thing that God has has taught me, so it's it's the same thing. We're on the same wavelength, so I don't need to go into my own thing because we just kind of had it because we're both in the same place. God's teaching us very similar things. So, man, I think that'll do it for today. Um, I'm I'm excited to go forward with this, and you'll be with us next week, right? Yes. Awesome. Yes, I'll be here, man. And so we're just going to, I'm going to try to hog you for as long as I possibly can <laughs> uh, going forward. So, man, hopefully we can get you for a few weeks um, and just kind of see, especially with the whole seminary edition. I know it's got to be crazy for you and, and busy. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, man, I appreciate you getting on here today, and, and we'll talk with you more next week um, with a whole new slew of things. Uh, topics to talk about so man thank you and everybody listening um thank y'all for tuning in this has been a fun conversation for me a refreshing conversation for me it's always good to talk with minogue because um, he, he just he thinks differently than most people and so it's it's a it's 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 a blast to talk to him and and yeah anyways um if if you're listening on uh apple podcasts uh recommend i ask i hope uh i for you to go out and um and subscribe and to leave a review on there um it helps this podcast out a lot kind of getting it out there more and it's not about us making a name for ourselves you know because we saw how that worked with the tower of babel but it's it's about getting god's good news out there and and elevating his word and just we're wanting, as, as we mentioned last season, this is all about being real, honest, and open. So we are some people who are going to 
be real and raw and honest about our struggles and about what we're going through. Uh, we are not perfect people. And that's kind of the whole purpose of this podcast is to elevate God. And so in order to do that, we can't elevate ourselves. So um, we're wanting to get that message out there. And so tell your friends about it. Uh, if you were impacted by this message um, or are excited about season two going forward, share this on your social media. And yeah, again, subscribe, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify they call it following, not subscribing, but follow on there or whatever podcast app you have. Um, and make sure to check out the Facebook page. We are constantly putting out new content on there. Uh, through the sabbatical, it's been a little more quiet and it's going to amp back up now that, now that we're rolling again. So make sure to go on there and like and follow that page because um, there's a lot of content that we'll put on there that we don't necessarily talk about on here. A lot of blogs and quotes uh, that we find very valuable and helpful in songs and all kinds of things. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, talk to you all next week. Thank you, Minogue, for hopping on here, man. It's been a joy. Uh, and then much love. God bless, and we will talk to you all soon. See ya.